Hey everybody, this is Dave. Before we get to the episode, I just want to give you a quick heads up that this is the first ever game that I ran for Fandible.com. It's almost a decade old, but through the power of modern technology, we have revitalized it, cleaned it up, and added some sound effects and music and things like that. So if you like it, you can find more of it at Fandible.com. It's an ongoing game, and it's been an absolute blast. If you like more of this, let us know in the uh, comments, and you could also just let us know in the Discord, Fandible as a Discord. Also, if you could take a second and give us a rate and review wherever you found us, that would be amazing. We put a lot of work into this, and it helps us out a lot. And finally, check us out on Twitch, on twitch.tv forward slash Fandible every Saturday, where we do office hours, and we talk to lovely listeners and viewers like you. All right, that's it enjoy this vintage episode we'd like to thank the following patreon donors nick morgan dragoon michael merwin Helseth, Brittany wilson kevin smith rochelle jackson samuel brown david roberts marius salisbury night spider and sirachia thanks for helping us bring back the memories Finally, the explosives behind. Wise man. Wise man. Shut up, God. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I follow Honey Badger. <laughs> honey Badger. Honey Badger doesn't, doesn't give a shit if I bring explosives. <laughs> so you all wake up to a buzzing sound from your phones, which are also your computers, which are also your cameras, which are also your beard trimmers. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's, it's like the future. I, I, I can't even possibly imagine something like that. Uh, <laughs> let me, uh, let me uh, look. Yeah, so we're uh, we're getting 12k on this deal. We're going to, uh, uh, we're checking some stuff out from Mega Mart with uh, the Bullseye Happy Sales. <laughs> we're gonna uh, see if we can do some warehouse cleanup for them. Mega Mart has been in business for over a hundred years in this wonderful country. We want to stay Number one, for value. Hey everybody, this is Dave. <laughs> and uh, you're listening to Fandible.com role-playing podcast. Uh, this is going to be the first time that I'm going to be storytelling for the nice people here. Um, we expect so much from you. Oh God, so, so much. So, so much. much. Yeah, it's good. It's around the holiday season. Expectations are high. We're writing it down. We actually printed out expectations this level. It's up on the roof. Yeah, it's actually literally right behind Angela's head right now. There's a, there's a, it's like a, it's, a, it's like a bar and they're going to slowly like pin brightly colored paper mm -hmm. next to how they think I'm doing. Uh, right now it's at abysmal mm -hmm. and I've noticed that's all of the words are just abysmal. Okay. <laughs> So today we're going to be playing Shadowrun. Now I appreciate the fact that the rest of Fandible delve fearlessly into new kinds of role-playing games, indie darlings, things that involve Jenga, um, <laughs> and that's great. That's great. But I, when I'm planning, were the mechanics actually involved in eating Jello? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Jello Cthulhu. I wanted, to, I wanted to try that for a while. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I've heard good things. Okay. Amazing. Let's um, rise from the Jello. <laughs> I knew Jello Jiggles would be our end. Oh, God, it's Pana! The Jello Namicon, written by the mad Arab Al Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> the Jello eats the people. 
All right. I can see that this is going to be like every other game. There's always room for cultists. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to be running Shadowrun. It's a personal mm-hmm. favorite of mine. It's also some of the only rules, rules that I kind of almost know by heart. Um, so let's get started. You guys are a uh, small group of Shadowrunners in the downtown Seattle area. As you, uh, as you wake up and uh, turn, on the, turn on the holovid, uh, you're met with uh, Michael Laser, the morning broadcaster. And good morning, Seattle. It is a beautiful 72-degree day out there in chilly November. We are expecting a light drizzle uh, with only a 62% chance of acid rain. And uh, we are going to go ahead and call it a little early, but uh, the chance for social unrest is going to be at a consistent yellow. For those of you in the uh, in the upper part of the neighborhoods, it's going to be at a nice cool green. So you know what? Stay cool out there, Seattle. And... Uh, Happy Thanksgiving. And uh, today's Thanksgiving uh, is still celebrated, mostly ironically, uh, <laughs> in the Shadowrun universe, ever since the uh, the tumultuous uprisings of uh, of the Native, uh, Native Americans in the United States reclaiming their land, their heritage, and also their, uh, their uh, spiritual ancestral power. I didn't write this, guys. Uh, <laughs> So you all wake up to a buzzing sound from your phones, which are also your computers, which are also your cameras, which are also your beard trimmers. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's like the future. I, I, I can't even possibly imagine something like that. Uh, <laughs> let me, uh, let me uh, look that up on my smartphone. Your, <laughs> what that might look like. Put down your phone, you bastard. <laughs> ah. It's like this game was ran in the 70s. <laughs> It's true. Um, you all get a message from your fixer, the guy who sets you up with Shadowrun jobs. His name's Cody. He's a bear shaman. It's uh, short for Kodiak. Mm. He's a uh, he's a rather rotund individual. He's uh, he doesn't hit the streets so much anymore since he took an arrow to the knee. Um, <laughs> and he uh, and he mostly sets you up with jobs through old contacts. He's very he's very fatherly, very paternal. He he never wants to say you guys up with a raw deal because he feels personally responsible for you, you know. And he uh, lives in a very uh, he lives in a very comfortable basement apartment near you guys uh, mm-hmm. that has been uh, rounded out to be somewhat cave like. Um, as he is, uh, he now just spends most of his time collecting unemployment unemployment checks and uh, speaking to bear spirits mm-hmm. and eating honey. And so basically so the message is just, message from him is just, it's a, hey, Chummers, this is Cody. Um, I don't know what else to be calling you at this hour, right? Look, uh, you're going to be awake in two hours, but uh, come on down to my den. I've got a job and it's going to be great. Just in time for the holiday season, get a little extra money in your pockets because I know you want to buy old Cody some new slippers or something. Just a hint. Later. Another job. The last job was pressing puppies. Puppies. Do you think I give a shit about puppies? I don't give a shit about puppies, frankly. (laughs) All right. uh, You guys wake up in your, uh, the camera pans around and you guys are in your, uh, 
your various uh, various beds. You have enough money to have your own rooms. Mm -hmm. They're small, but they're personalized. But as the camera pans out, it notices that it shows that uh, your uh, homey uh, flats that you have in uh, lower Seattle, downtown Seattle, has been retrofitted with various upgrades. It is defensible to the nines. There are weapons everywhere. There are weapons in potted plants. There are weapons underneath the fake fireplace. There's weapons in the oven because you guys don't cook. Um, <laughs> It's, um, and it, there's uh, steel girders in case that there's a bomb strike. There's uh, There are three different kinds of uh, genetic locks on the door. That's where the majority of your of your checks have gone. It's actually you're still paying some of them off from last holiday season. <laughs> they never stop calling. Um, oh, and of course, uh, uh, for the magic user, uh, what kind of magical defenses? Yeah. Should we like just go ahead? Yeah, like, yeah. What if so you guys... What have you guys, aside from what I've said, or you can even eradicate what I've said, mm -hmm. go? we're going to go around the table, start with Jesus. Tell me how your character has affected the space and modified it. Uh, describe our characters yeah, first. Or... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who your character is at the same time. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So I'm, so I'm just not used to being able to talk about my character. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. Uh, my character's name is uh, Granik. I am uh, about four foot five dwarf. And unlike most of my dwarf, well, comrades, i big believer in the spirit world. I don't, generally, it's not really spirits and dwarves, but I found one that really suited me as a person. At all, and so surrounding me is a numerous talismans in the shape of my 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 spirit, the honey badger. And as we all know, the honey badger does not give a shit. <laughs> Looking around my room, it's haphazard. There's pieces of paper, clothing, pieces of food still spoiling in a corner. Uh, but otherwise, fine. But if you look really well, though, my talismans are always top notch. You can never tell when a Rounder experiment might come in. I am, I'm look somewhat disheveled. My jeans a little ripped up. My hair, when I bother cutting it, looks okay. My beard, well, I'm, I don't give a shit about my beard. It's my beard. I, you have a problem with my beard? Come at me. Come at, come at me. <laughs> you also know some heavily scarred over my body because you know I tend to get into scrapes. Oh, because you keep telling people to come at you. <laughs> and then you're surprised do. when they do it. And then they do. That's a usual defense mechanism. It should work. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Granic. <laughs> Honey badger. Have fun with that, David. Welcome to Fandible Jamming. <laughs> Welcome to Fandible Jamming when Jesus is a fucking player. Thanks not for listening, guys. This has been Fandible.com. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Not, not every one of my characters is ridiculous. Yes. Yes, I am. Wait. Oh. Science. This, no, this, this isn't even your first character that can turn into a bizarre random animal. That that one wasn't my fault. You suggested a were I, I did. I didn't know what I was doing. That <laughs> <laughs> was my first time doing that. <laughs> Amazing. All I'm right, glad well, I don't have that power in my game. We learn. <laughs> <laughs> this is Angela. I am play also playing a dwarf. I'm the dwarf face Rosalind Foisey. You know, Rosalind's kind of the opposite of our friend Granik here. He's, uh, she thinks he's kind of a disgrace to dwarf kind, and it's, uh, really kind of disgusting all the crap that he keeps around this place. But, you know, in the name of, uh, good business, you gotta, you gotta make do with what you can find. So Rosalind's always looking for the right angle to kind of move away up in the world, and if she can get away from the crazy dwarf shaman, she might take that, that, that opportunity if it ever presents itself.
Her room is fastidiously neat. She has, uh, she's the one that is focused a lot on some of the more social niceties of the place that help kind of disguise all of our, all, all some of the, the, the security protocols. Cause you know, and just in case you need to meet someone face to face in the area, they don't need to know all your cards right out. They don't need to, you know, they don't need to see all your cards when they're right, right when they come in. So she's a little more subtle. Good to know. Daniel. I am John Kim Lee, gunslinger adept. I sleep with uh, one gun under my pillow, another gun above the pillow. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, well, guns are pretty much my life. I have a decent collection in my room. Uh, any surface that's not covered in posters for old Hong Kong action movies uh, <laughs> is uh, covered in, well, guns. Books about guns, pictures of guns, books with pictures of guns. <laughs> gun books. <laughs> guns at fire book, books at fire guns. <laughs> and there's that one book that's in the shape of a gun yes. that is actually hollowed out and inside is a gun. <laughs> yes. But not the one it's shaped as. It's, it, so, yeah, yeah, it's totally different. There's okay. a curveball at you. Yeah. <laughs> they don't see it coming. <laughs> Flip, flip, bang, haha! And you have a you have one single solitary Bowie knife framed above your bed with the words "One Day" engraved. <laughs> <laughs> Better baby's first Bowie knife. <laughs> In case of running out of ammo, break glass. Yes, so if you run out of ammo, you're dead. Anyway. You have the gun, the the knife gun this time. Yes. Okay. No, there's no knife gun because apparently uh, I can't be conceived of. <laughs> Fuckers. <laughs> uh, Rosson, what's your last name again? Foisy. Foisy. Spelling? F-O-I-S-Y. Thank you. So Granick, Rosalind Foisy, and John Kim Lee all awake and uh, get ready. I'm assuming get ready to go. It bears mentioning that when all of you get out of bed, the two of you get out of bed, no problem. But when John gets out of bed, there is a creak in the floorboard as the massive orc <laughs> towers above his two compatriots. Uh, yes. It takes it took a couple of months of getting to know him, but I instantly calm down and don't instantly try to get up in his face like I usually do. Because you would need a hell of a lot to literally get up in his face. <laughs> it requires you would need to stack all of his gun books. <laughs> <laughs> so uh so yeah the the kitchen is uh the kitchen's retrofitted with two smaller shelves with your coffee machines and then one giant <laughs> shelf with like clouds around it and an eagle like ah <laughs> uh, well. soy coffee because everything's made of soy in the future oh uh that's yeah. me in real life actually does he give you no specific time what time do you guys go and what do you bring with you guns <laughs> no <laughs> i i bring on uh i don't bother Oh, I take a quick shower, but I don't couldn't. I don't have any cleaning clothes, so I just take the clothes I slept in. Mm -hmm. And I also think bring my Colts and uh, my talisman. Okay, great. I keep a small pot of honey just for such situations. <laughs> so uh, I am going to bring along an offering of honey to make sure we don't get too shitty of a job. You were always his favorite, Rosalind. I know. But there's a reason for that. Decked out for trouble as usual. <laughs> Oh. It's just a it's just a montage of loading and clicking. <laughs> Put on your hat. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Slip the spare clip of Atmo into the hat. All right, yeah. So, um, what was his name again? The guy that we're meeting. Cody. Co uh, duh. Mm -hmm. yeah. 
Yeah, we we have a little bodega in the corner. That's that, that's how it, going as like, oh, we're out of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you need the organic. Bring the extra chocolate. Yes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. So uh, you step out into the uh, step out into the drizzling morning air, lovely Seattle that meets you with a slight sting. Rosalind uh, would have to bundle up a little bit extra due to the fact that you have a slight aversion to anything chemical, which makes it everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, Rosalind's uh, bundled up in a seventy-two degree November day because it's the future. Uh, like, a, like, a, like, a, I want to say Eskimo, but that's an offensive term. Mm-hmm. It is. Uh, what's the appropriate to it? What is it? Cut all this out. First Nations. I'm sorry. First Nations is the really. Yeah, that's the overarching term. Term. Eskimo is downright offensive. Anyway, mm-hmm. it refers to a specific tribe. Yeah. And then First Nations is the Canadian mm-hmm. equivalent of Native American. How do we still have a, a holiday song that explicitly says folks dressed up like? <laughs> we do. Okay. Um. Well, that's going to be an issue now in this game. I'm going to write that in. <laughs> um, all right. So you all head out into the uh, Seattle streets and go uh, a few blocks down to Cody's subterranean lair. Uh, he lets you in with a grunt and as the solid iron door squeaks open. Okay, just so you know, I do have an allergy to pollutants. You have an allergy? Actually, we all do. I think I've had a mild allergy. Yeah, we all suck. But like... All right. What extra, oh, again. What extra right. things do you wear? Well, I'm guessing I'm wearing like, you know, like a big trench coat and you know wide brimmed sort of technically i'm not seeing much. anything on my sheet that says i thought you were maybe, maybe just there's no, like, nothing no, because i'm the one taking the eco shaman oh yeah, that's right yeah. and i've yeah. got a mile i just have the boots. combat paralysis okay. my mistake that's right so. you're afraid of violence in yes. seattle <laughs> so this easy is, to get those two confused so I, i'm Can we just talk this out guys <laughs> uh basically i don't have i keep forgetting by my so i have an extra one of his Oh, okay. <laughs> over me. Okay, so you both have more poncho. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah, I'm on a big, you know, yeah, leather. Okay, uh, you know, trench coat. Yeah. And mine specifically, so like, this dragging behind me as I'm trying to walk across the street and just, you know, wide brim. <laughs> you look like you're dressed up in dance clothes. I'm a big boy. Um, <laughs> all right, so someone made that joke before. He didn't last tonight. He lets you in. Cody lets you in with a grunt, and you're let into his, uh, <laughs> into his, his, his den. It is, uh, it, it smells like uh, microwave pizza and cheap cologne and some incense. It's really into off-center lighting, like indirect lighting. So it's um, luckily all of you have no problem visually, but you know that generally humans have a tough time in his home. Cody himself is human, but has adjusted to cave-like lighting. But if you didn't have any sort of visual augmentation, you would fall over uh, the footstool. of still don't know how those guys haven't been wiped out yet. Oh, how you doing, Cody? <laughs> fine man fine look everybody have a seat i have something mm-hmm. it's good it's good speaking of good cody got a little something for you oh babe you are an angel thank you no noser oh thank you. keeping you alive noser that's what you mean yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm standing right here guys come on you don't give a shit don't mind <laughs> Come on, guys, you know me. Never any trouble. And he stands up, and behind him, the light catches his shadow, and a roaring bear figure stands up behind him <laughs> and covers the entire back wall. I could take him. And he, uh, <laughs> and he uh, walks off and, and gently puts the uh, honey up on it on the uh, countertop. So he sits down with you guys at the couch. Uh, so, guys, check this out. I have a Johnson. Uh, a guy who wants to hire you. Um, and he's going to be at the bar Clem's tonight. It's a 
You know, Clems is a runner's bar, a, a bar frequented by shadow runners, criminals and ne'er-do-wells and scallywags such as yourselves um, that like to coalesce and, uh, you know, share war stories. Uh, but it's basically like a, the uh, the uh, 21st century version of a speakeasy. Its rules are very much like a border town. Everyone is completely different. And it's a, it's very much a uh, an area where it's the least likely to be violent because everyone is a trained killer in some capacity. And I to, like this joint. And so understandably, the person who runs the place and tries to make a profit off of it obviously has no problem incinerating the entire lot of you. Um, Clem himself actually was the former owner. His son now runs the place and his son is rarely seen, but uh, he hires some of the best bouncers in lower Seattle. So Kodiak says, yeah, it's, he's, uh, the Johnson's going to be there around nine, nine, nine. And so, so it should be a, should be an easy gig. I sniffed it out. I kept you away from, there's, uh, some other stuff going on, but it's, it's not a, it's not a big deal. Not a lot of, not a lot of workout though right now. It's kind of like a weird ceasefire for the holidays. So, um, so this is what I could, so what I could get you. So I was thinking, um, you guys meet him. Uh, nine, work your magic, and then when you do the job, I get nine percent because it's you know because we work has been kind of low lately, and I um you know I mean I, I thought because it's uh, the holidays and everyone's heating bills are higher, I uh, would you know nine percent, you know because ten is what most fixers would ask for. But I'm not most fixers. I'm not most fixers. I sniff the stuff out for you guys, invite you into my home. And, you know, so I thought, so that shave one off the top for you, pass the savings on to the customer. Everybody wins. What do you say? Well, you make some points. But on the other hand, you're sending us into this blind. You're just saying that there's a guy that we got to meet. So I, I'm really not sure if we can negotiate a commission until we've got a little better idea what random nut job you're asking us to stick our necks out. I said his name was Johnson. They all say their name is exactly. Johnson. So we don't know if this is a Johnson that we've already met before, or if you're just handing us off to some random stranger. I just figured if you, you know, went into the conversation knowing how much my cut was you'd be able to negotiate that off of it well we're going to know what your cut is i'm just saying it ain't gonna be no nine percent oh we got heating bills too and we ain't got the nice extra layer of fat that mr bear here does look a lot of you carry it very well thank you it's not an insult i'm just saying you have some natural protection that the rest of us don't necessarily have oh you're a sweet talker all right and I bring the sweet honey. There's a joke there, but I'm a professional. <laughs> so, fine, fine, fine. Go meet the Johnson, nine o'clock, Clem's bar. Tell me what he wants. And then, you know, we'll talk about my cut afterwards. I'm not going to send you guys into some slime pit suicide mission, but you're professionals. Work is low. And, um, you know, I'm sure you're about as stir crazy as the rest of us. Me? That's pretty much it. I live alone. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking of getting cats. <laughs> that probably would have gone. They're assholes. Yeah, cat spirits. <laughs> you know what? Take one to no one. Did you guys what? have a cat shaman in your group? <laughs> it's like, Don't yeah, care. he fell down a cliff several times. <laughs> Onto a <bullet>. <laughs> <laughs> 15 times. <laughs> right, fine. Nine o'clock. Get out of here. I'm going to go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this keeps going to be up for days. Let's get out of here. All right, so 
Yeah, he uh, he uh, escorts you out and then collapses onto his couch before the door swings shut of its own uh, volition. Um, and you have your job. Nine o'clock, Clem's Bar. It's like 10, 11 a.m. right now. You got the whole day ahead of you. Beautiful, polluted downtown Seattle. <laughs> On a holiday. On a holiday. So it's Thanksgiving. Uh, you guys do anything special for it? Are there any parades? Uh, there are parades. Uh-huh. There are parades, but they're usually in the... Um, they're usually in uh, corporate sectors. Yeah, back that nice. Run by, run by and for corporation. Uh, it's called Macy's. Still the Macy's Thanksgiving Day program oh, yeah. is still there. Oh, the the Macy's Arcology is one of the <laughs> largest, most <laughs> inclusive um, Arcology settlements in Seattle. It's huge. You should see their window display mm-hmm. from space. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I go to the usual Thursday box, the Thanksgiving boxing matches, uh-huh. all exclusive. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean like actual bots. I mean underground. I mean, you know, you pay 20 bucks to watch someone beat the living shit out of someone. Mm-hmm. No deaths. They're really good healers down there. <laughs> okay. So it's, you know, it's legit. Mm-hmm. It's really legit. I was in there once. All right. One of the, gave a shit. one of the men, <laughs> one of the contestants is dressed as a turkey as a joke. Ah, topical. Does not go well for him. <laughs> no. There are feathers everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> The other ones are dressed as pilgrims and Indians. It was terrible, Slot. Yes, no, it's uh, <laughs> yes, and some of them are dressed as uh, it, the the theme has kind of like really grown into more of a a, a jokey referential dress up uh, in the Fight Club. So now there are men dressed in suits, looking like corporate sharks with like fake fins. Uh, <laughs> there's a guy dressed as uh, Santa Claus, but he couldn't really remember uh, how Santa Claus is supposed to look. So it's like a mix between Santa Claus and the Great Pumpkin. <laughs> um, and so it's it's uh, it's all it's all referential things like that now. Uh, it kind of looks like a circus, a really violent circus. This type of circus. Uh, Rosalind, can you do anything? Um, Rosalind, Rosalind's gonna uh, follow the grand uh, American tradition of sleeping all day on Thanksgiving because she figures that shit's just going to get started at nine o'clock tonight. So mm-hmm. she wants to make sure that she's going to be yep. uh, ready to go yep. the rest of the evening. Yep. There is a Blitzball game. Um, Blitzball is basically really, really violent gladiatorial football um, that, that happens on uh, Thanksgiving. Uh, of course there is. 5 p.m. Uh, but that's really the only thing that's going on on television. John. John? Um, you know what? I'm going with the uh, shopping to uh, check out the fights. I'm also <laughs> okay. wearing a jaunty little uh, Santa hat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, you know that um, there is one more member of your group that does not live with you and is only brought in for uh, specific deals that require uh, navigation through uh, the internet, through uh, the Matrix. Uh, his name is Griff. He's a hacker. Um, he's uh, yep. He's a contact of yours. He generally is your um, eye in the sky and bird in your ear whenever you're on a job. Sometimes, usually, though, he's just your Google. He finds you like the easiest subway the subway rides mm-hmm. and things like that and tells you when the cops are on their way. So uh, he uh, leaves a message on all of your, on all of your uh, vidcoms that uh, he's uh, enjoying. Uh, he actually scored. Can you believe it? He won the contest to watch Blitzball in the stadium again. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, for yeah, four, fourth year in a row, lucky winner. Let me guess. Uh, human? Yeah. Human son of a bitch. No. Actually, no. He's a no. Yeah. <laughs> so recently he doesn't live with us. <laughs> you smell like potpourri. <laughs> yes, it's the scent that my 
glands exude. I just smell fantastic all the time. I'm just going to cut your glands out. <laughs> and I don't even like blood, but I'm going to do it. Because you know what? You're offensive. You should smell my my brother. He smells like fresh baked cookies all the time. It's fantastic. That's going to be too bad, actually. <laughs> Right. No, I mean, terrible. Of, oh, what no. line of work is your brother in? <laughs> oh, he's um, he's a professional elf. <laughs> Jumbo Scribble. <Nope. laughs> yeah, no, he's a, uh, he's a, he usually works modeling. Can we do a gland transplant? <laughs> oh, God, no. Not since the accident. <laughs> um, all right, so that's how you spend, that's how you spend your day. Do you guys bet on the, do you guys bet on the fights? Of course. Okay. Uh, both of you roll your edge. All right. This one dice per uh, per edge point. Yep. Nope. Uh, yeah. Two, yeah. One. One. Yeah. One. Okay. You make a little money. Uh, John, you make a little money. Uh, uh, Gronik, yeah. you lose half. Oh, damn it! I knew I shouldn't have been in Cirque, but he was so <laughs> delectable. <laughs> I always believe in the underdog, but no. <laughs> the turkey gets beat, but people cry foul. Now, um, I, I punched in, I'll turn the fish. That's good punch. So nine o'clock rolls around. Uh, Clem's bar awaits you. Uh, is there anything different that you bring to the Shadowrun bar? You know that there's a no guns policy. Well, <laughs> actually, there's not a no guns policy. There's a no obvious guns policy. Sure. You don't roll up there with your Silverman like shotgun. Mm-hmm. You can roll up there with. It's assumed you're packing heat, okay. um, but the idea is that no one gets to pack any heat bigger than the people who work there. Okay. Right. Fair enough. Fair enough. It's a gentleman's agreement. I bring in uh, my cold man hunter, obviously, under yeah. my jacket, as well as. Uh, you know, my armored vest underneath my jacket. <laughs> and just in case, well, I had 10 kilos of foam explosive. That's a bit much. Well, so just one. In a bag. It's, you, it's a doggy bag. You know that it would it would get picked up by chem sniffers right away. Fine, I leave the explosives behind. Wise man. Wise man. Shut up, God. <laughs> this is why I follow Honey Badger. <laughs> honey Badger. Honey Badger doesn't, doesn't give a shit if I bring explosives. <laughs> it's like whatever. Uh, I am. I will ca- uh, bring my pistol along, just because. I like you're naked without it. Even if I'm not going to draw it. Uh, otherwise, you know, look very. You know, dress in my holiday best. Okay. Get into the very festive holiday spirit. Professional or recreational? Festive. Ooh, bad Christmas sweater. Oh, you stand out like a sore thumb. A sore thumb with a gun. <laughs> All right, and John. No. Gun. Gun. <laughs> Back to the montage. <laughs> Don't need to go through this again. Okay. Just... Do you have to do it in slow motion every single time? <laughs> yes. I, I, keep, I keep a set of uh, uh, doves uh, at any given moment. Every time I enter the room, in case of montage, I'm just, I'm just break open doves. Yeah. Amazing. All right, so you bring all so, the... Yeah, it's like the two the two guns and the uh, flechette just like, you know, hitting the back. Of course, they're not, they're not worn outwardly. They're worn underneath the coat. Okay. So, but, yeah. yeah. I'm not going to deny that there's somebody else. Okay, Clems is located in the back of a laundry mat. Uh, you walk in, the assumption is that you will walk in and walk to the back uh, where there will be an old man, a uh, Caucasian, standing there uh, in a button-down shirt 
uh, tallying different uh, orders for for laundry. You will then take your weapons, and much like the like a airport, you will take a basket full of laundry, put your weapons into the laundry basket, and give it to the man who will put it through a detector, and then they will hand it back to you on the other side as you walk through the back uh, through the back uh, door. And so, unless you guys feel like doing some shenanigans with the man who you're. The rumor is if anybody tries to pull anything, he's actually got a cranial bomb that's wired to explode. I, I don't usually no give shenanigans. a shit, but this time I make it a shit. There are no shenanigans on this part. Okay, they let you through and, the, and uh, you go down a uh, dimly lit stairs, open a second door where a large troll bouncer meets you and the booming music of Clem's bar emanates from in front. Uh, you're ushered in. He recognizes a lot of you. He hands back your... Uh, your weapons and casually discards the plastic bins into a small uh to a small uh pile in the corner and you are let in the clem's bar has two bars flanking you on either side a large dancing area in the back um and there are elevated seating areas that are also in the back as well as privacy rooms that are set up with uh, various white noise generators for business, that is where you're headed. Mm-hmm. You notice that Clem Jr. is actually working one of the bars tonight with his cybernetic right arm uh, that his famous, he famously lost during a uh, failed social riot uh, about seven years ago. He never never really talks about it, but it's there and it's always top of a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and so pe- some people recognize you and nod as you walk to the back room and you are surreptitiously handed something from a random source. The messaging system for a bar like Clem's is very much kind of like newsies. Um, people pass a lot of different uh, pe- piece of paper almost a dozen times before it reaches its intended recipient, uh, in which case it would be Rosalind. Um, and it says Booth 7. Got it. Okay, so you walk over to Booth 7 and uh, it is a it is a semi-private space with a large, heavy drape that slides apart, and there is a obvious corporate Johnson. Every Johnson generally looks the same. They're in a immaculately pressed black business suit. They're always flanked by two enormous individuals. In this case, he's actually flanked on the right by a uh, a male troll who is wearing um, pretty obvious armored leather and is otherwise indescript with perhaps blue hair. And on his left is just a uh, is an African American woman, a uh, human, uh, sitting in in relaxing jeans and a jean T-shirt, and just uh, matching, and just sitting there waiting. You can't see the man's eyes. You see them gleam uh, from the shadows in a, a reflecting cybernetic way, but you can see his smile. It is extremely wide. Almost immediately recognize him as Mister Smiley, corporate spokesperson for Megamart. All right, so you all sit down. Is it bad form to like recognize these Johnsons? Like, if I went up and was like, "Hey, Mister Smiley, good to see you again," would that be like, "Well, we're not supposed to acknowledge that we know it each other"? It would be like meeting us. It would be like meeting a celebrity. Some Johnsons uh, represent companies that are so powerful that it doesn't matter that you recognize them. Uh, Italian mafia works kind of the same way because who the fuck are you going to tell? Of course they're they're dealing with you guys. Okay. Also, it's entirely possible that this is just some some gene-altered look-alike. But the point is, you would recognize really quickly, they want you to know. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. I kind of uh, slide into the booth, you know, kind of like a... Like it's, like it's home. 
You know, okay. I, I'm, I am at home here. Hey, nice to meet you, nice to meet you. Hey, Mr. Smiley, right? Mr. Smiley, all smiles all the time. I love it. What gave it away? Well, you know, there's something, something about the way you carry yourself, actually. Well, thank you. I'm wearing uh, this fall's latest fashion. I think it really squares off my shoulders. It does, it does. You, you have, it, it just adds something to you. It's, it's slimming in all the right places. It's broad in all the right places. You, sir, wear that impeccably. Well, thank you very much. You know what it adds? Value. Ooh. It adds value to my attire, but it also adds fashion sense. It tells people that how I look is important to me, but my money is also important and I like to save it. I am glad that we could have this conversation. And the, cra the uh, curtain behind you slips shut. <laughs> and there's a deafening silence so i bet that you're really wondering why you're here i won't keep you in suspense i need you to do something pretty terrible we didn't know what mr smiley you have come to the right people absolutely i'm glad that you said so your uh friend cody highly recommended you cody's a good guy you know what i think you're a good guy too thank you very much Cody's also one of our best customers. He owns over 700 of our sleeping pillows. How is it you're waking? <laughs> it's the full body sleeping pillows. Enough for a full body. It's like holding an angel on a cloud. I'm thinking like, Cody's got problems if we need 700 of them. <laughs> Get to Cody up. Floor holding a pillow. <laughs> <laughs> rips it apart <laughs> not again and takes another one from a giant pile behind <laughs> mom <laughs> smiley looks at all of you and says so as you know no secrets amongst friends I work for Mega Mart and this shopping season is proving to be one of the most difficult to understand and navigate for our family Megamart has been in business for over a hundred years in this wonderful country. We want to stay number one for value. But unfortunately, with Black Friday coming up and a lot of competition, we're worried that our bottom line is going to be hurt. If our bottom line is going to be hurt, we might have to let some people go. And then all those sad families won't be able to shop at Megamart because they won't have any money or homes heat or clothes will take it all away so what we need to do is ensure that megamart is still number one but unfortunately the japanese corporation bullseye happy sales are cutting into our turf now that makes smiley frown so simply what i need and what the Megamart family needs you, three lovely, indescript, untraceable people to do, is go to the Bullseye Happy Sales <laughs> warehouse in the Seattle Bay and destroy their Black Friday deals. They'll be stored there. Not exactly sure where it is, because as you understand, 
Megamart looking for where their warehouse is. We're ringing a lot of bells. Ding-a-ling-a-ling. Happy holidays, everybody. So, what we're prepared to offer you is a 15,000 new yen upon completion. And that's all. Then we never have to speak again. That's 5,000 new yen for each one of you. There's a lot. It's a decent amount. 5,000 considering that you guys spend like maybe 2,000 total every month on your rent. And then maybe another thousand collected collectively for uh, food, shelter, weapons, or food, clothing, that, weapons. That'll keep us keep a roof over our heads for a few months. Yeah, okay. yeah. I like this number that you're talking. Fifteen k, nice round number. Lots of good things about that. I think Rin's new human numerology thing. Fifteen, good lucky number. Something about math and that sort of thing. Um, but drink. <laughs> I like getting meta on you, <laughs> but one. I, I'd like to make a, a counter proposal. Not changing any numbers, just changing the distribution of the numbers. What if we got, say, three k in advance? Three k cover some incidentals as we're on our way, transportation to and from as we look around this vast city of ours. I mean, Seattle Bay, great pointer. Thank you for giving us the thing. Some people are just like, go find some stuff. And we're like, well, where do we go find it? So I like that you come prepared with some extra knowledge. That is the sort of value that Mega Mart brings to the people of Seattle. He slaps the troll on the shoulder happily and then looks at the woman next to him and she just stares her head and he raises his hand and puts it back down. <laughs> 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 so you know cover our incidentals as we're looking around three thousand well i mean i'll see what i can do as he takes out his uh takes out his uh computer which is actually just a hologram that's implanted in his freaking eye so he holds up nothing <laughs> <laughs> let's see what i can do how about 1,000 in advanced. Don't know about three. Might have to talk to some people in finances. You got one success for a negotiation role. Okay. Then let's see. I'm going to uh, counter with um, 1,000. I'll hardly, hardly get you out of this neighborhood considering that there's three of us here. Let's go with two. No successes. No successes. <laughs> 500. <laughs> <laughs> for transportation, for transportation and food. Remember, <laughs> this is a very time specific problem that my family needs you to solve. 500. Two successes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at what I can use Edge for to give me my bonuses here. Let's yep. um, see, maybe clearly use of Edge before we only... So we end up owing people after that. <laughs> like, yeah, we did. Didn't we wind up working for the bank for three months? <laughs> three and a half. They wanted dental. <laughs> <laughs> so if I declare the use of Edge before rolling for the test, I can add an extra number of dice equal to my full Edge attribute. Does that like mean I've spent anything and I don't have access to it now? You have as many edge to uh, to roll as mm -hmm. you do edge attribute. Okay. So you have, say you have an edge of how much? Uh, four. You have you can four times use edge. 
Oh, and okay. you get edge back for, I'm going to say for the same thing, we give all expendable things back. Playing in character, doing awesome things, making me smile. <laughs> um, You're doing that a lot. It's right? hurting a lot. So let's wrap this up. <laughs> <laughs> but you have you know, your edge attribute is four. Mm-hmm. So if it ever says roll your edge attribute, that's what okay. Yes. Well, I just wanted so to even, know even if you yeah. already spent three, you still your, your yeah my attribute. attribute is okay, four. awesome. Um, well, I am going to use my edge uh, to get us back up to. I guess to uh, let's see if I can get us up to fifteen hundred. Okay. Because we got a big guy here. I mean, you know, if it was just a bunch of dwarves, yes, absolutely. 500 more than enough for transportation and food. But look at the size of this guy. The tricycle most times. Yeah, he would have to shop in our big and tall department, <laughs> which we're expanding, by the way. Aha. Six means I get to re-roll those. And two successes. Two? Yep. Okay, you're back at three. So you negated his two, he's like, I'll tell you what. 3,000 up front because I really like the cut of your jib. And I'll tell you what, if it's a spectacular success, then I will wire to your accounts. I will wire to your nondescript matrix avatars, 15% off our entire selection of winter sale items, no charge. I think we have the other two. Look at her. <laughs> <laughs> the coops are hardcore. <laughs> it is a pleasure doing business with such a reasonable businessman such as yourself, Mr. Smiley. No problem. That's why they hired me. And hey, you're pretty good at this too. So if I ever see you near a Mega Mart again, I'll cut your fucking eyes out. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> uh, means he likes you. Yes. I think we should go. We should, yeah. It's, uh, oh, yep. Seeing you around. Or not. Out. Right <laughs> out. out the door. Sliding out. <laughs> the door slowly <laughs> closed. I can just stare at you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you just see the Cheshire grin. Yeah. David Smiley, scary. Uh, yeah. Listeners at home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's, I'm, I'm pretty frightened of myself, too. Uh, well, you probably recognize that his response at the end was sometimes. It's good to be a good negotiator, but it's not good to show the Johnson that you could be a good Johnson. Nobody likes competition. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I still say you could have gone for 30. They have awesome pants. Is that what you said, go for 30? <laughs> the winter sounds fantastic. I'm lucky that we aren't taking 500 bucks for a taxi, so you know what? All right, all right, all right fine. You Jeez. can chill. If you think you can do this better, then you can volunteer for it next time. <laughs> I, I, I slowly <laughs> turn towards the door, and I remember the blank. Empty smile, like, I don't give a shit. I walk away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right. Okay. Uh, you hear a beep in your ear. You guys? This is Griff. Your, uh, your biosensors are reading that uh, you're coming down. Things are a little tense, but now they're not. How'd you do? We, uh, uh, got some good, uh, good deals coming our way. Really? Mm-hmm. Great. Great. All right. Well, once, uh, you know, once Cody and I know what our cut is, we can get right down to business. Right to work. Good job. Cody and I. Wait, who's talking? This is Griff. Griff. Oh, Griff, right. Griff, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, um. About that. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, When we're, like, talking on our communicators, is that, like, sub-vocal, or can everyone just hear that I am talking to someone that's presumably in my ear? 
Um, it's uh, if you don't have the implant on your character sheet, then it's kind of like a. I do have an implanted comlink. Yes, then you can just mm-hmm. you can just uh, subvocally blah. Okay. Uh, so as far as everyone else concerned, we're getting twelve thousand. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Yes, no, no love among shadows. Hey, this is specifically for travel expenses. I was saying, and if they're not traveling, okay, fair enough. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah, so we're uh, we're getting twelve k on this deal. We're going to uh, uh, we're checking some stuff out from Mega Mart with uh, the Bullseye Happy Sales. <laughs> we're gonna uh, see if we can do some warehouse cleanup for them. Oh, wow. Cool. Where's the warehouse? Uh, Seattle Bay. Okay. That's kind of vague. I'm, but you know what? As I was telling uh, our Johnson here, actually better than some of the other adventures we've been on, isn't it? I guess. It's kind of like saying, where's the target? The East Coast. <laughs> well, that's what we got you with us for, Griff. And that is why we are giving you 7%. Seven? I'm not going to make you roll. <laughs> to argue with the computer. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's direct the whole thing up then. 7%. Done deal. And you hear like a little electronic uh, acknowledgement. Mm-hmm. So uh, like a black market contract in audio. <laughs> you know that um, you know that if you if you play that audio, that very unique audio, then anybody else who's also a hacker would recognize like, oh, 7%. Good for him. <laughs> Great. Uh, what's Cody getting? Uh, Cody's. Uh, Cody's getting six. Cody's okay, not, you take. Cody's not getting six. You, you take that up with Cody. Okay, great. Yeah. Cody. I mean, he was talking about nine, but I mean, numbers. Cody, right? Am I right? <laughs> He's That's, a bear. Come on. It's yeah. not down size six to him. It's it's weird for him. Really. <laughs> 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 we'll write it down. Show it to him in a mirror. I'll be. <laughs> Projected oh. on a wall. <laughs> All right, great. Um, I'll get to looking for where the uh, warehouse is. Do you guys need me to look for anything else? I, uh, you just kind of uh, what any other information you can get us on the warehouse is good. Uh, uh spe- specifically, uh, do some uh, matrixy. What are their Black Friday deals? Ooh, that's not a code word. That's actually what we're looking for. Yeah, yeah. They're actually not going to drop until about 7 p.m. tonight. People have already started lining up in October. But, yeah, I can do that. Exactly. Have some fun. Finding the Black Friday deals before they're announced is the Shangri-La Packers. (laughs) Out. (laughs) All right. So where do you guys go? Hang out at Clem's, get drunk like people? (laughs) We're not people, though. (laughs) We're professionals. Thank you for your money, Mr. Smiley. Uh, Clem, give me a Hearth Lodger beer. Sure you can handle that. Right, Sam's good. <laughs> I'm sorry, Flint. <laughs> he he pours, pours you one, slides it over with the mechanical hand. Okay. Um, we're going to see how well... How well Griff goes with the hand. Griff does well. Does not bad. Yeah. Not bad at all. All right. So uh, you guys hang out at Clem's for just a little while, and then Griff contacts you again. Says, hey, guys, it's Griff. Um, okay. Give me a second. Took a lot of uppers in order to 
accentuate my synaptic response. And then I had to take some doubters because my mom called. <laughs> so, did you know it's Thanksgiving? Uh, it's yes. come up once or twice. So on our calendar somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, wild turkey is on sale half off at Clem's, by the way. Oh. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, what I found out is that the warehouse for the uh, Bullseye Happy Sales, it's... Um, it's it's in the, the 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 northeast side of Seattle Bay. You can't miss it because that's really the end of the good news. Oh boy. Um, you see, uh, apparently, uh, the Bullseye Happy Sales is hired um, Lone Star to put it in a secure place, specifically so people like ourselves can't mess with it. So. Um, Lone Star has has ferried off most of their supply to a secure island mm-hmm. in the northeast side, and it's um it's staffed by Lone Star personnel. It's in a former prison, and because things, you know, because things aren't hard enough, it's uh it's it's a meta staff, so it's magical, magically active, and it's also matrix aware. And there may or may not be a rudimentary AI that runs some of the turret systems. AI. Rudimentary, real ones are are, are illegal. Lone starts dealing illegalities. It just does their customer deal in it. Whatever's in there, I. Uh, Guessing it's more than just TVs, <laughs> vid vid D's. What the hell? What it's 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 the future. <laughs> is out of character is a uh, bullseye. I imagine bullseye happy sales is like yeah, Target or something. It's like yeah. sells everything. <laughs> That's not the comparison. <laughs> Kmart. No, it actually is Target. That's exactly <laughs> what I was going for. But instead well, of figuratively being, and literally, but instead of being French, it's uh yeah um, Japanese. Uh, it's Japanese. Actually, um, it's uh, yeah, it's um, it's it's a subsidiary of a subsidiary of a subsidiary of um, some Japanese arms makers. Uh, so what you was telling me is we not not be blowing up just holiday sales, but be blowing up say someone's gun collection. Well, I mean, you know, whenever you blow something up, chances are you're hurting the pockets of some corp, right? I mean, that's why we're in this business. Oh boy. So yeah. I mean, uh, aside from that, I'm working on trying to get you guys out there. I'm thinking of maybe shuttling a, um, uh, getting a getting a ferry or a shuttle or uh, I this more real world stuff. I'm gonna need some brainstorming from you guys. I have a friend who can help us. Yeah, I have a contact. You got friends? I got a. I know a lone star detective who may be able to. Uh, let us know when next uh, Lone Star Ferry is coming in. I knew we kept you around for a reason, John. <laughs> I you with the friends in the high places because you're so tall. I admire the uh, detectives, to a point. Griff, can you give me the idea of uh, what sort of magical defensive they might have up? Well, I'm guessing that they probably have a lots lots of poison ivy and vines. <sighs> I uh um, protection. I, I I saw a little I saw a little footage from a camera that was on the shore from a store on the shore. Mm-hmm. And uh I mean they're 
Uh, the, the waters seem pretty calm around there. All right. Um, so I don't think that they've got any storm spirits, but I did see, uh, I did, I saw some ravens on top. Uh, like lots of them. Raven spirits. It had to be raven spirits. We can't do raven spirits. Oh no, raven spirits. Hey, raven spirits, they flip, flip, flip. <laughs> ah, yes, they. <laughs> <laughs> That's a year with the damn Raven spirits. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I do have a, a Lone Star Detective uh, contact connection to nice. loyalty too. Right on. Okay. So that I will probably use that. And I've got, you know, knowledge of Lone Star procedures, which may also help, possibly help us get in there. I love it. You are a handy person. Mm-hmm. And if all that all fails, I shoot my way in. <laughs> We yes, all we... know that's how it's going to go. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm really not sure if that's the if rather, all fails yeah. option. Rather, when all else fails, <laughs> as it surely will. That is the if John goes in first option. David has harbored in trouble in cultures worldwide. He's a trickster and transformer dark and devious. Well, that's fantastic. Um, right. Um, so the uh, the the, the, the corp you guys are breaking into is a subsidiary of Shirees Corporation. Um, they, uh, they're, they're one of the oldest, um, big corps out there. Um, they're, they're from Osaka, Japan. They, uh, they're pretty much run like the Yaks. Fantastic. The Yakuza. Yeah. I, I, I got, I got that. Um, life, they, they deal exclusively in lifetime contracts for employment. Um, they're all sworn to secrecy. They do a lot of, uh, um, Inter uh, intercorp marriages and relationships and everything's kept inside. Everything's kept inside the family. They pretty much make everything. If there are weapons involved, then chances are, just off the top of my head, Ares is probably the person, the company that hired you guys. Ares Corp, you know, the biggest uh, weapons manufacturer in, in yeah. the uh, Western Hemisphere, yeah. who probably own Mega Mart. I am going to punch Cody right in the nuts. <laughs> Drink. He cares. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, you continue. So I'm going to ring up Cody. <laughs> I'm just going to ring up Cody. We're going to have a nice long conversation about this. You know, now that I think about it, I Cody's not think of, just got cut. I did not think I've ever seen you punch anyone anywhere else. <laughs> I've seen him try, but there's something about, there's like a va- animal magnetism <laughs> that keeps drawing him in. My my spirit animal is, is the honey badger. They always go for the nuts. Well, You I know, mean, that's more about you than I really needed to know. Thing, I have to follow my animal spirit. He tells me to aim for the nuts. I always aim for the nuts. The thing Hit is, him hard. The thing is, guys, I mean, really, you're going to be winding, you're going to wind up working for one of these corporations. Eventually, you go high enough up the food chain, every mom and pop corp works eventually for one of the big eight so i guess hey look on the bright side cody got you a job with one of the biggest corporations that happens to be owned by one of the bigger corporations so you could probably try to renegotiate once you've done the deal here's a question yeah that would be happening that would be happening just random as long as i still have my eyes if it's aries that's doing this couldn't they have hired better schmucks than us hey we're schmucks come on I'm a pretty darn good one, thank you very much. I mean, look around you. Sounds like you're a cleanse. 
Does it look like anybody else is really in the capacity to do this work? Take a look around. No! <laughs> turkey shot! Turkey shot! Is that your shot that's inside shot. the turkey that's still alive? Goes, ah! I got <laughs> shot in the arm yesterday for doing a job. Everybody is probably coming back from work. Everyone's spent. <sighs> Besides, I mean, Cody's kind of a badass if he needs to be. So they probably thought whoever he's going to recommend is going to be downright terrifying. Uh, I know I am. Oh, yeah. Ruth, I've got nightmares about you. So many nightmares. You and your potpourri. D- <laughs> That's a gland problem. Thank you. All right, so. Thanks to the gland problem. I say more sweet summer mist than potpourri. <laughs> right, so. Okay. Um, I'm going to let John contact his ally, his, uh, his buddy. Then and uh, you guys give me a call um, if you need me to do anything else. But I'm gonna try to get a handle on the security because mm-hmm. if this is for Black Friday, then it's gotta get done right quick. Yeah, that was uh that, that came up. We kind of got a time sensitive issue here, so uh, yeah, you get on that right quick, John. Get on his thing right quick, and uh, I believe uh, uh, what's his name over here. Bearman. Granick. Granick is going to. Because that's a normal name. Yeah. Uh, did you forget it? Granick is going to go uh, talk Brad. to our friend Cody. I'm just going to. I'm going to. I'm going to. Me and Cody are going to have a conversation. I'm the overseer yes, yes. So. Go ahead and. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All you know what you're going to do. So go do it. All right, then. And Angela is now the narrator. <laughs> all right. So who's going to go first? We hope you enjoyed this episode of Fandom, where our heroes learned that it's important to keep the customer smiling. If you liked this, then head on over to Fandible.com. We've played a lot of games, and I'm sure there's something there you'll like. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and we have our own Discord. If you find a few new yen burning a hole in your pocket, then go to Patreon forward slash Fandible and become a member. You get both special releases and Discord chats and we get to keep giving you great role-playing. Finally, please give us a rate and review wherever you listen to podcasts. It's super helpful to us, and we really appreciate it. Thanks for listening, and see you next time.